Hi, I'm Nathan Page. And I'm Drew Shannon, and this is the Make Your Fucking Bed Podcast. Side B, or as we like to call it on the podcast, Side B. B. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Uh, <laughs> my God. Get used to it, people. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. No. Um, first song. First song. Side B. Side B. Is coming through by Willis Earl Beale featuring Cat Power. And I like that it's called Coming Through because at the beginning it sounds like this sort of AM radio thing and someone's like oh is this station coming through uh-huh. and what is coming through you might ask and willis earl beale posits that it is the truth <laughs> the truth is coming through oh, uh, it's like the song yeah it's like the song <laughs> and it's you know but it, it gets interesting because it's like what what is the truth and the truth to you might not be the truth to someone else we are in the age of alternative facts now Apparently, right. so what? What is truth? What does it matter I if think, something is true? You know what? Just just as an opinion on that, the truth always feels real to your life experience. Mm-hmm. I think, um, which is the problem with the truth and the the age of alternative facts, is because a lot of people probably feel like these things, um whether they are true or not, feel real to them, and so they will take it as truth. Right. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> anyway, anyway. anyway. Um, this is really interesting because Willis Earl Beale is someone who has, like, a very interesting background in that he was he was in, I believe, the, the military or the army? The, the U.S. Army, sorry. Okay. okay. And he was medically discharged... Um, with a stu- with a stomach ailment, right. I have no idea what that is. It must be pretty bad to be medically discharged from the army. But then he he sort of drifted. He was homeless for a while. Um, he auditioned on the X Factor <laughs> with Simon Cowell. Yeah, with Simon Cowell. <laughs> um, he also like would go to coffee shops and leave behind like a CDR of his music with original artwork. Interesting. Like, so the truth about Willis Earl Beale is that he's actually very calculated and like kind of came up with this direction that he wanted to go to pursue this dream of music that he had. That's so cool. Yeah. And it it's so like the truth about Willis Earl Beale is like you actually don't know that much about Willis Earl Beale. But one of the points I love in this song is when he, he says... Um, Oh, shit, what does he say? Something like state your name. Yeah, state your name. And then he has Cat Power come in and say, Willis, Earl, Beal. And it just, it works so well that he, 
you know, he's saying, state your name, and he gets someone else to state his name. So it's like the truth according to this other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's an abstraction yeah. of the truth. But the truth is always abstract. It's not always, it's not finite. It's so a, why is this the first track on your side? Because it, it reminded, it, to me, it conjures the image of like sort of snapping to, right. of waking up. Oh, okay. And the line in the letter that stuck with you was the one about needing upbeat songs and mm-hmm. and um, you know kicking ass. And, yeah. And the one that really stuck with me was when she describes the seizure seizure she had and said it was almost like dying. Yeah. And for me, I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm just at an age where. Death seems sort of inescapable. Friend, friends have been dying, and you know I've had a lot of people close to me pass away. So I, I always, whenever I read death, <laughs> the alarm bells sort of ring, and I, I, I have a hard time moving past it. And I did with this side as well. I mean, a lot of the songs have to do with death, and um, actually, that's going into the next one. Um, the song Fatalist Palmistry by Y um, starts off with a line about death and actually ends with a line about death and (laughs) I mean it's a funny song because lyrically it's a bit nonsense but there's something this feels closer to the truth yeah I love the line God put a song on my palm that you can't read but god put a song on my palm that you can't read and the idea that each and every one of us is has this incredible life mapped out in our palms that you know we're always trying to read or we're trying to get someone else to read to say, where do I fit? How do I fit? What am I going to do? How do I get there? Mm -hmm. And that, that truth only comes from moments of often darkness, often fear. So that's why I like this one. And also (laughs) the whole, you know, going to school to be a librarian thing and fatalist palmistry and palmistry, like being, you know, reading, reading the palms. And it's, <laughs> and reading just, books. it's just, it's a reading thing. Yeah. It's yeah. A it's a thing. bit of a stretch, but we'll give it's it a bit to of a str- them. We'll Thank give you. it to Thank them you. guys. All I'll, right. I'll take the points. So that was fatalist palmistry by Y off of their, uh, their I'll album alopecia. Um, next we have, uh, Sharon Von Etten and a song called all I can. Extremely slow build. Starts off as a dirge with that 
like funeral organ. Mm-hmm. Like I just imagine, you know, you're going and you're taking your seat and you're, you're you know, very reserved. And, and Sharon's just about to deliver her yeah. eulogy and it starts out very like... Remorseful. Here I am. Um, it's like the beginning of the song is filled with such regret and just being beyond all sleep, you know. You're, you're exhausted, but you're, you're still standing. You yeah. can't do anything else. And it has this slow build that just eventually crashes into this euphoric release where it's, I'm, I'm doing all I can. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing more than the sum of my parts, mm. than the sum of my experiences. And that is a huge release to give yourself to realize you control what you can and you need to let the rest of this shit go. You hear that, Heather? (laughs) (laughs) You control only what you can. And I think, Heather, you're doing an excellent job of controlling what you can. And, you know, it's... I'm sorry you had to have what sounds like an awful seizure to experience the revelation that you needed to go back to school. But you got there and it's... We don't always choose how we receive our messages to ourselves, but it sounds like you're happy that you got you received this one, and so I'm happy for you and happy I get to make this mixtape for you because of that moment. If it if it's all a result of that moment, I mean, fuck, I'm glad it brought us here. Yeah, man, it's it's amazing actually how listening to these songs really informs the way that we feel about the person who's written the letter, Mm. you know, I mean, just the fact that like, you know, we can hear something that starts, it starts a little bit more somber, but it grows into something a lot bigger. Yeah. And as the song progresses and builds and builds, you realize that some things may start from maybe even sad beginnings, but they end quite triumphantly if you follow the steps through if you realize there is one direction to go from this point and that is forward and forward always equals better if you follow your truth if you follow the closest approximation to truth according to you which is as close to the truth as you will ever find to monoliths uh it's a song by lotus plaza off of the album spooky action at a distance lotus plaza is a solo project by locket punt um who also plays in deer hunter and it's just like like this warm sonic blanket that just wraps around you and it's so rich and satisfying such a good way to describe it too is a blanket 
yeah, it feels like just cozying up, you know? Um, But it's, it starts off kind of isolated and uncertain, you know, it's, it's talking about there being no God, you're alone, you're getting high and you're just, you're isolating yourself and you realize that other people are affected by your withdrawal. Yeah. And then one of the lines, it starts off one of these days, I hope I come around. By the end of the song, it's saying, one of these days, I'll come around. Repeatedly. That's the last yeah. lyric of the song is like... So it moves from a question yes. to an assertion. Yeah. Like, I will come around. Especially as the music builds. Mm-hmm. it's There's more of an assertion to it. It's like, not only are you reassuring the other person that you're coming around, but also yourself. And the repetition of a mantra is the way that it becomes truth, which seems to be a very recurring theme on your side of the I tape. guess, yeah, like kind of. The thing about Heather's letter is that it was so honest. Right. You know, I. it was inescapably honest. You either, you either took it and it resonated with you, or if you didn't, like... It had the it had to feel like well fuck you if you don't. Well, and she could have easily started with I'm going back to school to become a librarian. That could yeah. have been it. But there was something about needing to be able to fill us in on the rest of the story because the rest of the story is what brought her to this cathartic moment where she realized this is what was next in her life, and she doesn't know if it's going to work out, but she knew that this was next. And there's something so open, bare about that that I think that we both resonated with. Um, so that was Monoliths by Lotus Plaza off the album Spooky Action at a Distance. 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 Uh, next we have a Bowie song, which thank you, Nathan. <laughs> David Bowie, you will set the world on fire off of his album the next day. Um, a pretty recent one. And it's just a classic Bowie song. It's a classic Bowie rock song. But what's funny about this song is that lyrically, it's about the folk movement, like the bitter end in the gaslight, those clubs. Like, there's direct reference to Bob Dylan in the song, direct reference to uh, Dave Van Ronk. Van, yeah, Van Ronk who was the inspiration behind Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, direct, like, there's even... His album is called Inside... Or, sorry, Inside Dave Van Ronk. And there's, like, a cat on the album cover and everything. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. And so this is, like, it's it's a rock song all about (laughs) the folk. Movement. Yeah, this song is so hard. I actually thought this song was 30 years old when you sent it to me, when you sent the playlist to me. I was like, oh, this is clearly a Bowie song that I've never heard before from, like, a long time ago. But it just came out in the past four, four or five years. Like, Yeah, well, it was off of The Next Day, which was an album which kind of set fire. It had that cover which was the cover of heroes, heroes but with the next day typography over top yeah. of it yeah going back to what we've been talking about it was like uh lazarus mm, yes um <laughs> well, rising, which sounds a bit dramatic i you and you, i'm like mm, yes yeah. you lazarus Heather, you, else. you certainly didn't compare yourself to lazarus in your letter that's <laughs> all me but there's something about like 
this Bowie song specifically, which is just you will set the world on fire. Mm. Um, it's it's coming to the realization that like you have the power within you to set your course and just everything behind you aflame. Yeah, like you didn't tell me about the whole um, folk movement behind the song until tonight, and all I really think I got from this song, which was maybe a little bit short-sighted of me, was you will set the world on fire, and I just thought, like, perfect. This is so perfect for you. And maybe even because I was thinking, you know, I had sabotage on there, and I was talking (laughs) about setting shit on fire, and I just was like, all right, so we've got the same sort of focus on this. Um, and I think this totally works for your side, Heather, like, or for the B side of this tape, because I feel like you will set the world on fire. You got it all. Yeah. You got it all before you just stick with it. Like you're doing awesome. Yeah. Um, And Bowie sang it. Bowie. The love of Liam Neeson. (laughs) It's Bowie. Anyone. Let it be Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great choice. I love this for this side. Next we have a song called Doubt by the Corin Tucker Band. This song doesn't stop for a fucking minute. No, no, it it rocks hard. Yeah. It rocks hard. falling into something so deep that you have no doubt and it's not it's not necessarily that it's all good for you it's just that you are so committed that this is your track and there is no deviating from it until you until you, you see it through you see it through you have to yeah and i love i love the passion of this song um <laughs> you know good looking good looking sinner walking down my street and it's you know it's Lyrically, it's kind of it seems to be about falling in love, but there's something in in the delivery, like the the rawness and the energy of the song, that makes it seem more more about you know getting past any any doubt and just yeah. moving into a place for yourself where um, you're all in. Yeah, and either you're going you're going back to school to be a librarian, and you're all in. And I love that. Yeah, I think that this song works perfectly. And one thing that I I didn't even notice about my side until later on was when I was going through it, I realized, like, wow, these are all solo artists. These are all people who go just by their names. Yeah. Um, or, like, why... Why began as a solo project from a guy named Yoni Wolf, mm-hmm. but then... Moved into a full band, but it's still very much seems to be his project. So it's all very out there, just mm-hmm. as the people who are delivering them. You know, with Lotus Plaza, it's it's not Deer Hunter, it's Lotus Plaza, it's Locket Punt's band, and Corinne Tucker, her first album after Slater Kinney. It's, that it's, was a nice coincidence. You've always have like nice little coincidences and sort of serendipitous moments that happen with your side that only ever occur after the fact <laughs> you've already curated your side and then you're like oh shit what well, do you know i i just i really believe that you know those little that symmetry is all around us and it's just a matter of opening up and listening and then you look at it and you're like 
oh, there's a, a there's a connectivity to this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, interesting side note, I guess. Yeah. Um, Doubt by the Corin Trucker Band. Turn Around by Michael Cronin off of MC3. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're hearing this song for the first time, you might think it's a Shin song. <laughs> That's a fair assumption. I mean, I just... Something about the voice sounds very James Mercer. Yeah. But I, I love this one because it's just a straight-up power pop ballad. Like, it doesn't shy away from the past, yeah. There's an acceptance to it. You know, the song being called Turn Around, you need to reflect on things to admire how far you've come. And yeah. Heather, you've come a long way, baby. Yeah. You've come a long fucking way. And I think you know it. And I think you're the first person to tell someone about it. And I think you fucking deserve to be. I think everybody wants to know and should know about what it took to get you to this point. You know, so don't worry about your classmates being half your age or the fact that you're doing this at this point in your life, because I think you of all people are able to look at these points in your life and say, this is where I'm at. This is where I came from. And this you know? is why I'm going to fucking rock it. Yeah. One line I really love in this song is still breaking all the horses in my mind. I mean, that that is so great. It acknowledges that there's work to be done. You know, yeah. There are things in your brain that are beautiful and wild, as long as you can tame them and yeah. get them to do what you need them to do, as opposed to take over your life and you know spiral you into a place where you don't need to go. Yeah. I think that that's really interesting about that line to me. Full disclosure: I've never been on a horse, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, especially a wild horse. Yeah, no, nope. that's like, how do you break a horse? Uh, how's a horse broken? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, last note on this song: if you want to watch a really good video, this has an amazing video with Kristen Schaal um, doing her best impersonation of Natalie Imbruglia from the Torn video. It's so, so good. good. It's really oh fucking God. funny. Amazing. So if you need to pick me up, check out the video for this song. Sweet. That was Turn Around. Mikael Kronin. Mikael Kronin. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm incredibly sorry. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, I don't know if you heard that sharp inhale that I just made, but... Nathan, This was a bit of a spite move. Not, not because I don't love the song and I don't love the artist because I love Laura Veers. I love this song. It's Galaxies off of the album Year of Meteors. But Laura Veers is an absolute favorite of Drew's. This is... My Rod Stewart, okay? Yes. Yes. So, now you know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> the, but the, the basic idea is anticipate a lot of Laura Veers and Rod Stewart on future mixtapes, I guess. But for this one in particular, Heather, 
I love the song Galaxies for You because there's something, well, there's a lot of references about being weightless and just sort of succumbing to a moment. And I feel like that's what you were able to do with the realization that you had this one regret and you were going to rectify that. And for that, you needed to let go of a lot of a lot of things. I don't want to say holding you down because I don't. You n- you never gave the impression that you you've been held down. Yeah, but well, except by yourself. I think maybe you've noticed that your circumstances have held you back, but you've always been able to recognize how you've been able to rise above those circumstances. Yeah, and you've proven that time and time again. Um, the very first time I heard Laura Veers. The very first time I heard this song, a friend of mine in high school was like, have you ever heard of Laura Veers? And I said, no. And he said, I think you'd like them. So he passes me his iPod, and I throw in the earbuds, and he puts on Galaxies for me. And I shit you not, we're sitting in the library of my high school. And I just took his iPod and decided to wander around the library Picking books out that I thought were interesting, but, like, totally focused on this song. And for me, the coincidence of Nathan putting Galaxies by Laura Veers on this side fits perfectly with the fact that you want to become a librarian. Because this song and libraries, to me, are inseparable. That's That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a really it's funny... fucking symmetry. Man. I know, symmetry, I man. know. And it just... Uh, I told Nathan that I had an interesting story about that earlier, but I was like, I'm going to save it because... I just, for me, it's like, I can't actually get the imagery of a library out of my mind when I listen to Laura Beers. Even though I've actually had a lot of other cathartic experiences listening to Laura Beers, the very first time I heard her was in my high school library, so... I, uh, I'm really happy that this is on your side and on your tape. <laughs> or, sorry, on Nathan's side and on your tape. And, uh, yeah. It's very gracious of you to come around to me putting Laura Veers on. I appreciate Yeah, that. it was hard. It was really hard. <laughs> Next up, we have Poetry Man by the artist Phoebe Snow. self-titled album um yeah this one (laughs) it's this goes to more of like lyrically it it doesn't have much of a connection and you know i'd like the poetry element poetry books librarian you're reaching i am reaching so hard but it also harkened back to the bowie song with the poetry movement and phoebe snow was discovered playing in the gaslight and so it nice. was it was all sort of mixed in together for me, but there's just something about this vibe that yeah. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily rock, but it swaggers and it there's mm, something it definitely does yeah yeah like there's just this supreme confidence in it that I I thought would work well because while you might not sort of headbang to this song putting away books. You're definitely going to do it very fluidly. Mm, there's a fluidness to this. And I also think that there's like, um, 
You know, I, I don't want to ever feel like we have to justify why these songs are on the tracks. Well, most of the time we probably couldn't if we wanted to. No, that's true. And I think that we're not forcing things into places that they don't belong. A lot of the times there's something abstract about why... I think for me there is. There's something abstract about why I put certain, put certain songs onto the playlist. It just feels right. Yeah. And it's hard to be like... Well, I put it on because these lyrics pertain to you or this vibe pertains to you. I think it's a combination of both of those things, but ultimately there's something that feels right about this song being on your side. Yeah, and it's it's also a breath. It's like a it's like taking a breath after rocking just a little bit too hard. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. And That's, this is a chill song. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with just being able to chill out after. Yeah, just chill. Yeah, I know. We've had, like, so, like, if you consider my side and then, like, the better part of your side, it's like, Heather, take a breather, all right? Yeah. It's put like, on some poetry, man. Yeah. There's only so much kicking ass and do decimal system shit that you can really handle in one day. That being said, Phoebe Snow kicks ass. Right? Yeah. Theme of the podcast. Not my favorite. I don't even know why. I can't tell you why I don't really like Van Morrison. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't know. I've just... There's something about him that I've never really gotten behind. Or when I heard it, I was like, ah, Van Morrison. But there are songs by him that I like. Mm. And this one's good. This one's good. I like this This one's really good. This is... This is a bit like the Laura Veers one to me, in which, like, there's a lot of, there's references to, like, feeling weightless and floating up. And, mm. and this is about, yeah, the, the wind catches your feet and sends you flying, like, just rising above where you were. Um, this is this is your version of my Rod Stewart song. I think so. Yeah. My, my old white guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, one of my favorite lines from this, all the girls walked by dressed up for each other. All the boys do the boogie woogie on the corner of the street. I yeah. love, I just love the idea of girls doing it for themselves, mm-hmm. doing it for each other. There was something really. And then the boys doing something really stupid and foolish. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like the boogie woogie is like probably like the most embarrassing thing you could have done at the time that this song came out. Yeah. And the fact that, like... Whatever the boogie-woogie looks like, because I don't think I could tell I, you what that I don't think like. it's an actual thing. No. I think it's just a combination of words that sounds fun together and got incorporated into rock music. <laughs> but what I also like is that, you know, um, at a time when the boys are getting silly, the girls are getting down to business, and... At a time when a lot of men would be going through midlife crises, you, Heather, have decided to go back to school and better yourself. And you know full well you're not going to be making money initially, but you're doing this for yourself. It's it's a girl looking out for herself. Yeah. And hot damn, I respect that. 
Yeah, it's hard to elaborate on that because it's just like plain and simple. We respect that. Yeah. And we really believe that, you know, you know what you're doing and you're doing the best thing that you can for your situation. Um, I don't even think me saying that is like good enough. <laughs> like in terms of like trying to express how proud of you we are. I think we're both quite proud of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're an inspiration, Heather. Like y- your your letter your letter is quite honest and a little bit self-deprecating and we can tell that you're anxious, but we're so fucking proud of you. You're doing something so incredible. And I think that's why we decided to make a mixtape for you is because we really just felt like if anybody deserves something, it's someone who's able to take something for themselves. Yeah. To know when they need something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Wild Night by Van Morrison. And the last song on my side of the tape is When I Write My Master's Thesis by John K. Sampson. Perfect. Off the album Provincial. Okay, Samson used to be in a little band known as the Weaker Lens. A Canadian band. Um, it seems like they all still get along really well. I'm, I'm pretty sure members of the Weaker Lens play on his solo albums. But when the Weaker Lens time came to an end, he went back to school. And that I did not know. Yeah, he he got himself an education. And actually, there, he came out with another album recently, which is really really good. And there's sort of a spiritual successor to this song called Postdoc Blues. Mm, that one I know. Yeah, which yeah. is just, it's nice to be able to see the complete journey in song form for him. Yeah. Um, but this one in particular, this, uh, when I write my master's thesis, resonated with me because there is sub, there is something self-deprecating about the content, uh, where he's, you know, talking about playing Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation. Yeah. You know, there's always that temp- temptation to procrastinate, to put things off a little longer. But, you know, you got to hit the books. At the end of the day, you got to do the work. And Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like he's talking about it as if, like, um, some sort of love of his will will get back together with him if he can only do this one thing. But I almost imagine it again, like the Angel Olsen thing. It's like imagine you're talking to yourself where it's just like, you know, it's like you you made this choice for yourself. You will see that you will reap the rewards of your success if you can just do the thing you said you were going to do, whatever that means, whether it means that you'll meet the love of your life or you'll have this thing that you set out to do. Um, or if you're preparing to drop several more thousand dollars into school when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to get a little bit more. Yeah, at um, least... You know, at least you put in that effort. And sometimes you need a song like this to remind you that it's like, I'm doing something right. I'm working towards something I want and need as long as I can just get down to it, you know? It's all going to change when I write my master's thesis. And the truth is, 
it will change. Everything will change. And yet absolutely nothing will change. You'll still be you. You'll still be wonderful you, Heather. But you'll have gotten what you set out to do done. So we're here for you now. We're here for you when you finally come to the end of that journey. And hopefully this mixtape will be here for you throughout your years of school. That was Side B. This is Make Your Fucking Bed, the podcast. Uh, Nathan and I want to hear from you. If you want a mixtape and you want us to make you one and you want us to talk about what we choose for your mixtape on our podcast, get in touch with us at podcast at gmail.com If there's one thing you can do every day, it's Make your fucking bed. It's all gonna change When I write my master's thesis story um heather actually emailed us when we told her that we were going to be making this podcast and she sent us this email she writes this is weirdly perfect timing i've been pushing along through school i actually got a 4.0 last semester then this semester i've been hit by a depressive episode the timing on this could not be better i'm not shy so feel free to share my story with your friend and on your podcast I actually got a 4.0 last semester. Then this semester, I've been hit by a depressive episode. I do happen to be in Toronto, so let me know how you want to proceed. Hopefully, tunes will help me kickstart this gloomy semester. Cheers, Heather. Oh, man. You got this. And depression isn't the truth. No. Thanks again for your honesty. And I really hope that if there's... Anything we can share with you, it's our love of music, um, and we hope that for all of you listening right now. So don't hesitate to write into us. and Anywhere in the world, anything at all that you might feel you need a mixtape for, get in touch, and we'll see if we can't make it happen. We can't do one for everyone, but there are going to be a lot, so get in touch. 